0: You're listening to Speak, Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. This summer, I'm preaching a sermon series called Steps to Christ. I want to walk closer with Jesus. And I would be so grateful if I could help you walk closer with Him. In preparation for this series, I've been reviewing a little book called Steps to Christ by Ellen White. It was first published in 1892. And it has helped countless people around the world Walk Closer with Jesus, and it's had a large impact on my own spiritual growth. The book has 13 chapters, and I've had the privilege of having conversations with leaders in the Alaska Conference. That's the organization that my church belongs to, and I've talked with them about the message of this book and how it can help us walk closer with Jesus. So for today's episode, I'm sharing one of these conversations. Here it is. Well, hello. We are at Step Nine, we're taking steps with Jesus, and I'm joined today in a conversation by Pastor Daniel and the the topic, the step we're talking about today is the work and the life. And that one's a little less clear just from the first reading. You know, the step of repentance is pretty clear what we're talking about, or forgiveness, confession, uh, the life, or the work and the life. What is this all about? So I'll just put that question to you, Pastor Mm -hmm. Daniel. What are we talking about? The work and the life yeah
1: you know, uh, I, I, I think you know the perfect example in you know talking about the work of life of an individual is Jesus himself. That's what we were talking about. We've been talking about Jesus all throughout the, these videos. and he said he came to seek and save the lost. that's mm. that was that's his life, that was his work. And um, and you know, I often think of the example of of John chapter four. Uh, where he is connected with the Samaritan woman. uh, And, um, you know, obviously that was an awkward situation because we know the history of the Samaritan Jews didn't get along for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. And uh, here Jesus is trying to break that barrier uh, and and by asking her for water. And uh, and we know the story, they got into a conversation um, and I don't even know if he ever got that water. (laughs) <laughs> from the conversation that they had and uh, she went back into her town to reveal to the people like, look, I have found the one who told me all the things that I have done wrong and, uh, and, and it's interesting what Jesus says that um, when the disciples came back they were like, okay we, we gotta feed him he says, look, he's filled from what he just experienced. That's it. And, and, and so, and here, Jesus was is so absorbed with what was happening that he wasn't distracted by anything else. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, John Calvin says this as an example, uh, there's a quote, he commented on this passage in John chapter 4 with the Samaritan woman, uh, um, that uh, he says, by his example, Jesus shows us that the kingdom of God should have priority over all bodily comforts. Like, I don't believe he got the water. He he was filled, you know what I mean, just by sharing uh, with her. And 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 I I don't know about you Ryan, but this happened to me where, you know, you can be hungry, but then when you get into the God's word um, at the time, all of a sudden you feel filled. Hmm. And and it's an excitement because you can see the experience of someone else having the experience of understanding the gospel and who Jesus is. And it's a blessing. Hmm. And so um, that's what Jesus was about. In Acts chapter 10, it even talks about Jesus says he went about doing good. That's the work. That was his work daily that he was spending time with people, preaching the gospel, healing all kinds of uh, sickness and diseases. And as a matter of fact, Matthew 4 says his fame went all about because he was doing those things. That was his life. Hmm. And and there's one thing that Jesus said that was mind-blowing. And I believe it's in John chapter 10. He says, the work that I do, you will do also. Hmm. That's us. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? So the life, the work in the life of Christ was that He went about doing good, and, and that work of of preaching and sharing the gospel and, and helping those who are in need is also our work. It is. Right? Uh, and, and I, I don't know about you, it's is the same way for, for me that I get so excited when I learn something about God and his word that I want to share it with somebody else. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of it, because it it, it needs to spread, Mm. if that makes sense. Right. And so that's something that uh, that Jesus uh, uh, did here. Matter of fact, she says here in Steps Christ, page 78, this was this was the one great object of his life. Everything else was secondary, secondary and subservient. It was his meat and drink to do the will of God and to finish his work. Self and self-interest had no part in his labor. Hmm. <laughs> Man, everything was all about that work hmm. and the life. And, and um, I think sometimes we separate. We think that, oh, yeah, we want to, it's just a pastor or it's just a Bible worker. no. Everybody can be involved in this. Remember, the, to preach is just the word means to share. Anyone can share this. You know, you, you just have to make sure that the Lord is guiding you through this and asking for the Holy Spirit and praying to, for, for the Lord to, to guide your words. But everyone can do this work in life. That's it. Uh, and, but Jesus was that perfect example of it.
0: Yeah. You mentioned earlier in one of our conversations, since we've had a whole bunch of them today, mm-hmm. um, about purpose and not knowing um, that there was a purpose for you at Mm -hmm. a certain point in time. And this is really, you know, you go through these steps of coming to Christ and forgiveness and and growing in Him. And then at some point in time, you realize, this is what I was made for, right? right. Mm -hmm. And it says on page uh, 79, And it is only as we thus fulfill the divine purpose in our creation that life can be a blessing to us. Mm Mm-hmm. Mhm. So <laughs> that's a big thought. So as I engage in God's work, all of a sudden I realize now I'm being blessed by life because mm-hmm. this is what, what I was made for. Yeah. I'm functioning in the role that I was made for. Right. So we uh it's not a sacrificial thing. Right. It's not like, oh, I'll serve God because he's done so much for me we actually grow into this realization that we were made for this. We thrive in this. We right. come alive that's right. in the work of God.
1: Right. And, and that's the thing. Often we think that, okay, yeah, we're, the focus is to be a blessing to others, but you, you're being blessed hmm. while you're doing it. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> I have the story. I, I tell you, I've done some crazy things in my life. <laughs> tell us but, about it. Tell but, us about but, it. But, you know, I was... Uh, you know, uh, I was, this is when I lived in upstate New York, because I was, uh, after 9-11, I moved out of the city, moved to the country in Virginia, and then I moved back to upstate New York And because uh, I, I, I I have a license to drive trucks, so I was a okay. truck driver, but I, I, my license got suspended, so I had to go to a place where there are functioning places where I could take buses and, and all that okay. stuff, because in the country, you didn't, couldn't do that. And so I was trying to get my license back to uh, go back to Virginia, um, but there I worked in a job. Uh, it was a warehouse, and um, and I, you know I got to a point where I was training individuals on different equipments uh, in that warehouse, and there was a new, a new guy that just came in, and uh, he you know he was a Christian, and he heard that I was a Christian, so he wanted to ask me questions. You know, and I worked the midnight shift. Number one, I'm tired all the time. And number two, I was doing things I wasn't supposed to be doing in my life. I was not, you know, but I was shared about Jesus, but I wasn't living like mm-hmm. a Christian. And so he would ask me this question like, man, so what, what church do you go to? Oh, yeah, I, could. I go to this church here. And then he'll drive off in his forklift and then come back. He was like, so, um, what day what do day you go to church? I'm like, well, I go this day. What oh, really? Huh. And then he would drive over the forklift and come. He's like constantly asking questions. Keep coming back. Well, what do you believe in, in In this? And I'm like, well, we believe this way, that way, that way, what have you. And I'm like, why is he bothering me? <laughs> that forklift just keeps coming back. They're keep they're for, And here the Lord's like, look, man, I'm giving you a fish here, man. Like, go ahead. But I'm just like oh, dude, man, you're, you're annoying. <laughs> you know? Wow. And, and then he comes to me. He said, hey, can I come to your church to visit? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> you know? I said, sure. He said, but I want you to come to my church, too. I'm like, all right, fine. We, he goes to a church on the Sunday. So I went to his church. I said, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, we start sharing after our spirit that, he started coming to me with church. I'm like, in the world. I'm living a life that I shouldn't be living, and then I'm watching him, and then um, as we were going to Sabbath school, uh, the teacher uh, who was the pastor at the time, he was teaching Sabbath school a new believers class, and then he's like, hey man, I want to start coming to this every week. What? Okay. Each week he's learning. A man, uh, uh, His name is Byron. He ended up getting baptized. Hmm. and 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 he came to me he says daniel you have no idea how you blessed me with this i said brother you have no idea how you have changed me Hmm. i had to get my stuff together wow and he you god used that where yeah to be a blessing to to (laughs) someone else but it was helpful for me because i needed a blessing and this is why you we we do this work That's it. And, and, and so it's not just to give people information which, you know, yeah, there's going to be knowledge, there's going to be, but you can see the change of heart, but it's also to help you in your character to be more and more like Christ. That's, That's right. the key point, hmm. you know? And so, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a, a confirmation of that in this chapter, page 80. It says, mm-hmm. if you will go to work as Christ designed, that his disciples shall, And when souls to him, you will feel the need of a deeper experience and a greater knowledge in divine things and will hunger and thirst after righteousness. You will plead with God and your faith will be strengthened and your soul will drink deeper drafts of the well of salvation. Encountering opposition and trials will drive you to the Bible and prayer and you will grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ and will develop a rich experience of that. That was exactly what you did. Yeah, that's
1: exact. And and, and it's powerful um, because the the thing is, I didn't know a lot, and that's what caused me to go to the training school. Hmm. You know, that was because of that experience. Because yes. I said, okay, Lord, I'm 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 all in. Like you, you know, I wanted to go back truck driving, and it just never worked out. <laughs> so I'm all in, and and so um, and that's the thing too is that. Some people th- may think that, oh, okay, yeah, you have to become a, a pastor or you have to be a theologian. No, no, no. You can give the simple testimony of what God has done for you that can change someone's life. Mm-hmm. And, and she says this here in um, page eight, uh, 83. She says, you are not to wait for a great occasions, for great occasions or to expect extraordinary abilities before you go to work for God. You need not have a thought of what the world will think of you. If your daily life is a testimony to the purity and sincerity of your faith and others are convinced that you desire to benefit them, your efforts will not be wholly lost. Hmm. Powerful. You know, sometimes we wait for this, like, big thing. No, just live a purity of life, show what Mm -hmm. Jesus has done for you, and you would change others. Mm-hmm. God would change those individuals. And I think about the demoniacs, right? Where Jesus, you know, cast out the demons from them. And they wanted to go back with Jesus to, to, to follow in his endeavor. He said, no, no, no. Go tell people what I've done for you. That's it. And when he came back to the Decapolis, there were 4,000 people there mm-hmm. from those demoniacs. You know, and that's and all they did was share what Jesus has done for them.
0: That's what. That's powerful. Yeah, it's a powerful thing. So, what I love about what you just read there is, uh, we don't all have a pulpit or a podcast or right. a, a platform, yes. but we all have a daily life. That's right.
1: We'll Your life.
0: You, yep. You know, you, you do things and people see them. That's right. And that's our opportunity to have the life and the work absorbed in, in God's work.
1: Right. And, and and your day life is. You might say, well, where where do I go? Look, you have neighbors, hmm. <laughs> right? What do the neighbors know of you, right? What what you got? Coworkers, you have classmates.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Children, parents, right. friends, whatever. And, and,
1: and just to go back to the story of Byron, the, the individual in the workplace, I was trying to get out that job so I can go work for, for FedEx mm. I, so I could drive again. Right. And I just didn't understand. That I watched friends of mine that was in that job getting the jobs, and I wasn't getting nowhere. And I'm like, Lord, I don't understand. You know, these guys are getting the jobs, but I'm still here. Well, I remember a pastor said uh, long before that time, he said, the reason why you're in the place that you are is because God wants you to share your faith with
0: someone. And then Byron came in. Wow.
1: And then after Byron, boom, I'm gone to Michigan.
0: Yeah. It sounds <laughs> sound like God, God got you before you were willing even. Yeah, though, just for sure. A for reluctant sure. witness. Yeah, I was so, like
1: trying to push back. And hear the Lord's like, I'm pushing it right in front of you so it can help you. Hmm.
0: No. So if if that fork truck hadn't kept coming back, you might you might be in a factory in New York, not not yeah. a pastor in L.A. <laughs> yeah, for
1: sure, for sure. And matter of fact, Byron right now he's like a a, a lay, um, literature evangelist in Arkansas. Wow. Uh, he moved out of it, you know, I mean, he's I spoke to him sometime last year, and he's still mm. he's still being for this was years ago when this mm. happened.
0: And that story is is pretty remarkable in that even though you didn't quite have the right attitude about it uh-huh. <laughs> he kept coming back but it is amazing we, we assume people don't want to hear what we know right so many people would love oh yeah to know what it is that gives yeah. us a smile and yeah. why we have hope right and
1: that that's the that's the whole idea and and i think that at times we um we think there's no way that people are interested no, there are people that are there, um, but, and, and matter of fact, your your job is to plant the seed, right? Uh, and, you know, Jesus, we, we know this, that he sat with sinners and he spoke to them about the gospel. Not all of them accepted him right there and there, but later on, matter of fact, you read this idea, she says that many of them after the death of Christ they said, "Man, man, they gave their life to the Lord." You know what I mean? And so sometimes we, we expect things to happen right away. No, just live a daily life, a, a, a Christian, a follower of Christ, and you will see how that example will change other individuals.
0: That's power. That's the most powerful is when they see it real in somebody, right? Right.
1: right. And that's the that's the that's the, again that's the work in life. Hmm. It's, it's who you are, and that's... We, we can get caught up with the world because the world is all about self and self-interest. Hmm. It's all about me and no one, no one else. You can't have that attitude here in, in the work of the gospel.
0: No. You can't. I think in one of the chapters I listened to this morning, uh, I, I heard something like selflessness. Selflessness is the essence of heaven. Something like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty powerful thought.
1: Oh, yeah. No. It, 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 it's... And it's hard because you're, you're challenged where what you see in the world today—they they try to pull you in, so you can just be focused on me and my feelings. Uh, but when you think of Christ, Christ left heaven for for one individual and one soul,
0: mm.
1: and that soul is you, and and and, and you're like, wow, we're we're. We're part of like one ga- galaxy, and there's hundreds of thousands of galaxies. And he came down for 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 me. That's that's the selfless love of Christ. Like it wasn't about. It's all about us. Hmm. It's all about you.
0: It's powerful, and I know that your your experience um, with witnessing has shaped your ministry because mm-hmm. I've seen you do some trainings on mm-hmm. outreach and and various things. What have you? What do you lead your churches to do in that area? So, you know,
1: there are many ways of doing um, different types of evangelism. I know we've done training more of people, you know, doing Bible studies. But I, I believe in, in the uh, concept of this uh, Christ method alone. Uh, she says the ministry of healing Christ method alone would give you true success in reaching the people. He mingled with people. He desired their good. Uh, uh, he sympathized with them, he ministered to their needs, won their confidence, then he bade them follow me. And so there are so many ways of of doing that and and helping people who are in need and and, and sharing that. And uh, also training people to, you know, look, share your faith with other people. We've done training seminars on how to do, how to do, be a personal uh, witness uh, by personal ministry going door to door we've done that uh, in, in the past um, and and just an example of that we you know there was some training done uh, while we were uh, in, in Michigan and one of the members um, uh, she's a you know elderly person because you know some people think that oh there's only young people no anybody can do this and uh, she was trying to figure out man well who can I uh, give a Bible study to and uh, she said, well, I'm going to give a Bible study to my grandson. You know, because we say like, look, anybody, whether it's your closest family or, or a friend. And so she started just to practice. She said, I want to practice with my grandson and sharing and how to give Bible studies. And so she started to study with her grandson. And grandson was not in the church and what have you. And he started to be interested. <laughs> you know what I mean? In knowing about Jesus' war. And it took about two three years, and he ended up getting baptized. Hmm. And, uh, you know, he ended up getting baptized. That's good practice. It, it was good practice. And I'm like, look, Grandma, <laughs> Grandma, you know, we can't just say, oh, no, no, it's, uh, it's for different people. No, Grandma was willing to do this. And so now he, you know, I told him, I said, hey, man, you know, I think you have this gift that you can, you know, uh, uh, be a blessing where you can go into ministry. And sure enough, he went to school at Southwestern um, Adventist University, got his theology degree. And now he's the pastor of Sitka, Alaska, Sitka, Petersburg. That's Tyler Drum.
0: All right. So, so that was the
1: grandma. And- so that's the grandma that All guy. Right. And now he's pastoring here in Alaska. But you see yeah. what happens, you know, when uh-huh. we encourage you know, uh, people to, hey, look, go out, do things. It doesn't matter if you're old. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter, you know, you know where you are. You can do this. Sure. And and that person will be a blessing to other people. And now we we have received a blessing here in Alaska from Grandma.
0: That's right. So <laughs> we're doing that. Because she's living her life, her daily life exactly. in a way that witnesses. Exactly. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, powerful thoughts. Is is that God knows my daily life? Like mm-hmm. He knows, I don't know everything that's on my uh, my calendar today. I have a few things, but some things are going to be surprises. Mm-hmm. They're not a surprise to Him, mm-hmm. and He knows your daily life, and He knows everyone listening, right. and He knows how we can use that for His glory. That's right. So it might it might be something on your to do list that's not fun. Right. God can be glorified in that thing.
1: That's right. Exactly. Exactly. And and He is all about that. He will be glorified. Yeah. And, and, and again, that's why we're created to do it. Mm-hmm. We're created for His glory. And um, it's always a blessing to see uh, someone give their life to Jesus. And it, and it encourages people to be like, man, I want to be part of that too. Um, and you know, there's a statement where you know, Ellen White talks about that God could have let angels do this. But in yeah. order for us to have the character of Christ, we need to be part of this work. And that's for is to build us up, you know, I mean, to be more and more like Him.
0: Yeah. So whatever it is, God has you doing today, mm-hmm. uh, let that life and work mm-hmm. be full of His Spirit. Amen. Bless somebody. Amen. Would you pray for us? As yes. Close?
1: Yes. Father, we're so thankful this to see the example of Jesus, uh, the work and the life of, of of Christ, and how He came to minister, and He went about doing good. And Father, he said that we also are going to be part of this work. And Father, we know that each and every one of us have someone that we are thinking about, whether it's family that we want to share our faith with, whether it's a co-worker or a neighbor. Father, it's not just always about even sharing the truths, but just be an example of a loving Christian and how we can share what, God, what you have done in our hearts and how you have transformed us and that they may uh, have a desire to know more uh, uh, of what uh, you have done for us. So, Father, I just pray that you give us a divine appointments, Lord. I pray that you may use us mightily to further your work so we can add more people into your kingdom. So, Lord, please guide us We and we pray for your blessings upon us. We ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Well, thank you for listening to Speak, Lord. And as a Speak, Lord listener, I want you to know that I pray every day for your spiritual growth. I hope that these conversations are helping you to take steps with Jesus. And if you want to go deeper in the Steps to Christ journey, I invite you to check out the sermon series that follows the same study. You can find that at PastorRyanRogers.com, and I will not be preaching the last half of the series from July 29 to September 19. The messages that are shared in the series will be shared by some friends of mine who are stepping in while I'm gone on sabbatical, and if you would pray for my time away, I would appreciate it. I'm anticipating a really special time with family and with God, and I look forward to coming back refreshed and ready to share some of that blessing with you right here on Speak